0: listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny.
1: A listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com.
0: We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. For we are opposed
1: around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy... before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us
2: or you are with the terrorists.
3: The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters.
4: In the
5: house of the Lord. Podcasting to you from the center of the central state of Oklahoma, where it is perfect football weather, otherwise known as fall. I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting
2: from Piedmont, Oklahoma, where I played golf at Augusta and National, but not Augusta National. I'm Andrew Hoffman.
5: well you know you can actually do that in the local place here we were kind of just talking about offline you can play at oak tree but she but not at oak tree national so there's like three i think there's three courses there the the neighborhood's on three courses and oh is there a public course there it i don't know i think it is i think it is it's either public or
2: I, mean, I know there's more than one course, but I, I, don't, I don't know I, that there's... I don't
5: know if one of them is public, public. or not, but I, I know that like the national one that every, like the, yeah. the pro players play on, is it's pretty hard to get on to. Yeah. That, and it costs do, a lot of money. Do you know the course that I'm referring to? The national course? I don't.
2: Right up the road in Guthrie. Ah, oh, there's a national course. The national. Well, say, yeah. They Well, they have... 36 holes and 18 is Augusta, and the other one is national. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which, there you go. It, it's an interesting strategy. Uh, apparently, a guy who's less buddies with Leslie Nielsen, you, you know who that is?
5: I do, absolutely, don't you?
2: Act, yeah. Yeah. It, he's buddies with him and. So apparently Leslie Nielsen likes to hang out out there, but
5: but uh,
2: it's it's a nice course as long as you're not comparing it to Augusta National.
5: <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of little stuff like that that you can only get away with in Oklahoma, like just like little like copyright things and just, you know, weird ideas like ah, eh, nobody's going to check up. <laughs> Nobody cares about Oklahoma.
2: Well, as as you told me, and which I'm pretty sure is very correct, uh, lots of Freemasons in Guthrie, and so uh, maybe it's a you know somebody with connections back Freemason wise, and they can get away with it.
5: But well, and to be clear, I don't actually know. Sorry, I'm trying to plug my computer in. I don't want my laptop to die in the middle of our show here. Uh, I don't know if there is a lot of Freemasons up there but i'm not even a fan of uh freemason what what are they called uh where they meet uh the lodges yeah the lodges or whatever i never not, not a big fan of those like te- like temples or whatever they are but that <laughs> that one is wow <laughs> it's like it looks like it's a capitol building it's enormous it's like and you could and that actually was the capital Guthrie was the capital for a long time until they moved it to Oklahoma city so i don't know it's just it is a very uh imposing lodge and i think it has you know it's like giant pillars like picture like the uh Lincoln memorial or something like it's it's, right. and, yeah. it's and it and it's odd as you can attest to because what are we talking about a town of 15,000 people i mean it is if that, I mean, it's a it's a small right. little yeah. town, so
2: yeah, it's an interesting interesting place, a
5: nice area out there. But yeah. I like I like so, Guthrie, I do. Yeah, it's uh it's about the right size of a town, but uh, you don't have you don't have a lot of the creature comforts. But if you're going to go small town, I think that's about the size you want to go to. You don't have like you know cool trendy things but you still get some you get like there is a coffee shop out there that's supposed to be pretty good and then of course there's a walmart and a mcdonald's can't have a town without a walmart or mcdonald's (laughs) no that's how you know they've made it (laughs) well super walmart you gotta have a super walmart yeah andrew this is oklahoma they're all super walmart Uh, they're all that's what i'm saying (laughs) you gotta have a super walmart people elsewhere like oh wow a super walmart i've heard of that here it's like yeah that's all there is that's all there is (laughs) so well,
1: well it's, uh, it's, we it's gotta...
5: windy. If anyone's wondering, yeah, goodness gracious, <laughs> it's... it's really windy at your house. Not here, just your house, apparently. So, let me look out my window. I got, I got wind. I got trees rustling, but it's not, not as bad as it sounds. There. Oh no, no, I got a lot. Listen, it's windy. So, wind comes sweeping down the plain. Uh some people felt like they were robbed. Uh definitely keep the Oklahoma talk up. That's been a comment that we've had uh, several <laughs> times. So keep the okay. Oklahoma weather comment up. Uh It's, it's <laughs> weird, right? Like it's it's like it gets to the 70s, like high 70s. So in the morning when it's like 50 something, you're like, "Should I put on pants?" And then by the end of the day, I'm still a northwesterner at heart. And I'm like, "I mean, we're pushing 80. Like, why do I have pants on? Like, why well, I, right. I, yeah. I have to wear shorts." So I you know this is kind of where you 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 have to perfect the rare and hard to perfect. I'm gonna wear shorts and long sleeves at least for this morning part of the day. So uh, anyway, have we met our quota for Oklahoma talk? That's pretty good, I think. Let's talk about the one thing we probably don't want to talk about because you are one of the only people that I care about what you think about this because I trust you and I want to know what you think, but what what in the world is going on in israel man like we gotta get we gotta get into it right away because it's a big thing and i don't even have clips but what what is your take at the moment um and if you don't if you need a minute to think on it i could try to no know, i'd
2: give mine no i mean that's it's the big story right so
5: it is I, but i but I, I will i doubt you've looked into it much go ahead uh you know me well yeah and so I ha- and I haven't either. And I think that people are probably gonna tune in thinking that we have. So go ahead and give us your thoughts on what uh why you haven't and kind of what's going on.
2: Well, I'll just offer offer a few a few thoughts on on propaganda, right? Like, mm. like if this is how exactly to, where I wanted to go. How to know if if you are a, a victim of agitation propaganda. Agit propaganda Agit prop. If if you answer yes to the following any of the following questions, okay. I'm so excited. You here may, we go. You, you may be a victim of agitation propaganda. Okay, here we go. All right. Is All right. it very clear to you who the good guys are and who the bad guys are? Nope.
5: Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
2: Nope. Okay. So if you say yes, uh that might be agitation propaganda. Okay. Uh, do you think of one side or the other as less than human? Mm, nope. Mm-mm. nope. 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 Definitely not. Um, are you... Do you want to hurt one side or the other?
5: Nope. Mm-mm. Don't want to hurt anybody. Nope. Just uh, trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Uh,
2: do you believe that... One side or the other is monsters capable of chopping the baby, baby's heads off for just no reason.
5: Uh, just period. I, I actually going to kind of throw a curveball in there. I believe both sides are capable of that.
2: Both sides are capable of that. Yeah, I was so, going to say. You know, you. I mean, if you really get down to it, uh, chopping a baby's head off. Yeah, that happened.
5: Ha- that happened down on I seventy, you know, I thirty five and Memorial around here, right? Like that's what happens at at, at uh, abortion clinics. Like that's how it works. Yeah. I, okay. So just I just wanted to say, just gonna know, check. It's not
2: a whole lot different than fifty million abortions there,
5: but ten beheaded babies though sure does get them clicks. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Which uh, someone someone heard from someone who reported from someone else, mm. and this is it's not like it's such a huge story uh that you would take you photos know, record evidence photos yeah it, why right why why do that uh let's just you know hey i i heard this really you heard that let me put it in the newspaper what it's in the <laughs> newspaper now we, the politicians can talk about it
5: that's right am i done with my so, quiz i feel like i did okay anything else you you did well but um
2: I know what you've got doing. a feeling. Uh, not everyone's, not everyone's there. Yeah. So and and it's also one more one more question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know exactly what's going on over there? No. Okay. Good. So, so this is this is all good. This is because none of us actually know what's going on over That's there. That's hundred percent
5: true. I, it's never been more true.
2: I will say. It is very, very difficult for me to believe. Oh, those, those dirty Hamas terrorists just snuck right past us. We were doing our best, and they just whoop right in the country. What uh, paragliders? Well, just wow, never saw that coming.
5: They had paragliders in. Yeah, I don't know if you know, they had paragliders. I don't know if <laughs> well modern man can people say plan
2: for this is another 911 or this is Israel's 911 um
5: I believe that's true <laughs> but not in the way that I also meant. believe that's true but not in the way that's meant no it's the I mean you know you're sitting around and you're like trying to discover like how to keep missiles or bombs or car bombs from blowing up your people you never you never think to consider paragliders bro like they could just swoop in, and what, the thing about paragliders is, like, as they glide in to do the damage or whatever, you can't just shoot them, right, in the air, and it, <laughs> as they slowly move across the air, like, if I, I mean, I can hit one if, from a mile away <laughs> with a good rifle. It's like just swoop. <laughs> anyway,
2: if if you find yourself on the same side as lindsey graham you are a victim of agitation propaganda so let's play the let's
5: play the lady g clip oh gosh we're going right at. we got a lady g clip all right let me let me give you a short time here no it's okay oh yeah yeah good old oh man this is gonna be a i can tell this is this is dude i'm gonna call this right now this is evergreen
1: we're in a religious no. war here. I am with Israel. Do whatever the hell you have to do to defend yourself. Level the place.
2: It's great. Hey, shocker! Lindsey Graham's on the side of more war. You <laughs> saw that coming. Nobody. It's uh,
5: two million people. And if they, you don't even need
2: you don't even need like a dictionary definition of chicken hawk. You just need a picture of Lindsey Graham. Like. <laughs>
5: Lindsey Graham, there he is, Lindsey Graham. Uh, well, I'll give my two cents as well. So, right, just, on, right I mean, to, okay.
2: It's all, it, well. It's a seven-second clip, but I'm just curious. What religion isn't Israel? I'm sorry. He said it's a religious war, and I'm with Israel.
5: Uh, Ju- Judaism. That's not what he said. No, I understand. I don't understand your question. So. It's a religious war and I'm with Israel, is what he said. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're saying he's yeah? he's picking Israel as the religion. Right, but but by the Israel turtles. is not a religion. Yeah, I understand that, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you.
2: So it's a you know okay, it's a religious war. It's uh yeah, it is a religious war. It's all a religious war. And Lindsey Graham is with Beelzebub. That would be more a way to to sit. So.
5: Well, there you go. Uh, I feel the same way, man. I feel like for a long time, I could pick up the phone or whatever and look at you know, scroll through Twitter on my on my desktop. And try and get videos as they slowly leaked out, and try and piece together what happened before they start deleting some of the videos and changing the narrative and changing the story. But I think they've they've uh, greatly advanced their propaganda, and I felt a, a sinking feeling the moment I opened up Twitter or you know any of these uh, sites that you know had to have videos. Uh, right away, it was like I was being I was being gamed. They were gaming me. They got we here. We go. There's this lady. Look at her. She's naked and face down. And there's this and this and it's like I couldn't even. I don't want to to check in. I don't want to be agit propped. You know. And we've talked about on this show probably not enough, but many many times about. Israel and it's as a nation state, and just as a as a nation, as a people, as a as a even an ethnicity of of the Jewish people, uh, they have a special relationship with God, and not a special relationship like the American Christian evangelical will have you believe that they can do no wrong and should be guarded at all costs with all uh, manner of weapon from the United States. But uh, they have a relationship where God, uh, he he, he chastises them sometimes. Sometimes he teaches them a lesson. Sometimes he blesses them. Sometimes he brings them through, you know, the Red Sea, parts the waters. Sometimes he does this. Sometimes he does that. It's a relationship that's very direct and written about. And And to be quite honest, something you don't want to get in the middle of because nations that do, it never really turns out very good for them. So, am I saying that, well, would you just let Israel be wiped off the map? No, but do I think that they should have carte blanche to wipe out two million people because of some paragliders and some, it looks like some pretty grisly murders, but, you know, it, uh, with the, the incredible amount and i can't stress this enough the amount of military hardware they have and the amount of back doors <laughs> that they have and soft like you know anytime you get like a chip it's like oh is is there like when you really get into is there a back door in this chip is there a way for governments to access it israel is always the top of the food chain like israel you know has access to such and such back doors you know you get into p-tech or any of this sort of stuff you start talking about this stuff israel has back doors you look at phones you look at the it, it there's no way it's like there's teddy bears like whole buildings are crashed down but then there's a teddy bear just like sitting there on top of the rubble it's, it's, it reminds me of a bandana and a passport from 911 i mean there child's still, empty shoe we could not we could not imagine somebody flying planes into buildings apparently we couldn't imagine a paraglider flying over i mean this this whole thing is so cartoonish and then the your media your feed is totally 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 geared to to jack you up one way or the other and which i would like to kind of focus on because i mean i think you and i are of the same mind and people can email us till they're blue in the face about their opinions on it that's fine uh we'll, we'll be happy to hear them uh but this is kind of where we are and have been um the the thing that kind of i think it's jake tapper or somebody says like i see he made a quote recently like it's been extremely eye-opening to see how anti-semitic so many of the uh left (laughs) progressive left is and it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah yeah you guys are idiots you know you guys are all idiots because you're like half of you're like i stand with israel and the other one's like palestine blah, blah, blah. remember the aoc cried because they tried not to fund iron dome or she tried to stop the funding and it still got it like they are so split like it's gonna be awesome to watch liberal heads explode today On the one of the most beautiful campuses in the country, University of Washington up there in Seattle, they had protests, but it was Palestine, you know, Palestinian supporters versus, you know, just, you know, Israel supporters. And you got Jewish girls crying. How can you let them do this? And, you know, there's clashes, people yelling at each other, calling each other terrorists. By the way, I am super surprised that that sort of thing is happening in Seattle where they've completely like dehumanized (laughs) each other, wear masks and barely speak to each other in public. Like, Oh, my goodness, it was really shocking to see that. But those are all, I guarantee you, those are all extremely left-leaning people. Trump haters through and through. Ah, Trump, no! But then, boom, I'm taking Israel. Boom, I'm taking Palestine. And now what? Now what's the plan? Now that you guys have drawn yourselves into these little factions, now it doesn't even make sense. Gone is critical thinking and right into... They beheaded 10 babies. You got to do something because they beheaded 10 babies. And, you know, unfortunately in our crowd, it's going to be a little different. Our crowd is going to be, hey, you know, the stuff, is all in scripture and we got to defend Israel. And and I don't see where that is in scripture, where the country that didn't exist at the time needs to defend Israel. But, you know, we have a, uh, in our circles, it's going to be a a very uh, pro-Israel stance.
2: General. So this is this is out there and, and I'm not this is just an idea that I had. It's not a truth claim that I am making. Okay, okay. so let me state that very quick very clearly. So I am not saying this is what I believe, I'm saying I just had this thought. Alright, so we've talked many times about kind of the Chris White false antichrist theory. Yeah. So you, you know, everybody knows the Antichrist comes first. So if, if you want to set up the Antichrist to actually be believed as the Messiah, you got to have a fake Antichrist first so that everyone's like, oh, that's the Antichrist. And that's, you know, how do you know someone's not the Antichrist? Because everybody thinks, hey, do you think that person might be the Antichrist? The answer is always no, right? But, The answer is yes, when everyone thinks this is the Messiah, then that's the Antichrist. All right. So along that same vein, do we know beyond a shadow of doubt that the current state of Israel is the end time state of Israel?
5: I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know enough about sort, sort, sort of things. Ready. Oh, I'm not muted. I think you just have a bad connection. So I'm still, the I'm still there.
2: Okay. So no, I, I I heard at least the last part of what you said. Yeah, go ahead. So the because this the current state of Israel, uh, you know, I mean, God works in mysterious ways, right? Like it. God could certainly be like, yeah, I, you know, come on Rothschilds and United Nations, like let's set up Israel again. Like that's, that's possible. You know, it's God works through, you know, the most evil nations and people to accomplish his purposes. But what if this is fake Israel? And the, the current state of Israel has nothing to do with end times Israel I'm just hmm. like is there anything in the bible that would be proven wrong if um if the current state of Israel ceased to exist and then was you know brought back 100 years from now 200 years from now hmm. there's i don't see anything that would you know be would go against prophecy so you I don't, know i don't know enough about it but
5: it's an interesting theory like i don't know enough about it but i'll take it in under advisement right like it's we'll mull it out Well, so, think about it so the uh
2: i think it was messiah 2030 i talked about it on here yeah and they're they're basing the prediction of the second coming on the the generation uh the final generation won't pass away. All these things will happen. and They're basing that on Israel coming into being again in 1948, right? So then it's like, first they had, they took 40 years because that's usually, or that's sometimes the length of a generation in the Bible. So that was 1988. So that was the rapture coming in 1988, right? 88 reasons, the rapture is in 1988. And then, that's kind of making a comeback, where it's like, no, 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 it wasn't forty years; it's like seventy years. It's just got to be people are still alive that were born about that time, nineteen forty-eight. So we still got a few years, and here's why it's it's twenty thirty. So I'm I'm just saying, I don't see any reason why necessarily the current. State of Israel has to be the end time state of Israel.
5: I understand what you are saying. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about said th- such things, but I'll, I'll take it in advisement. I mean, that's a it's an interesting theory. So, and it,
2: if it's if you are going to have a fake Antichrist, why not have a fake Israel, and then it can be, you know, destroy and be like, look, prophecy's wrong. Hmm. It's all you know. Or, or, you know, use it to for whatever deceptions coming up. I mean, it's got to be.
5: There's a big one coming. Man. Israel's
2: de- a- definitely directly involved with the with the Antichrist or the pseudo Christ, right? Because absolutely, the Antichrist is going to deliver Israel. Everyone's going to think this is the Messiah. Like, That's who the Antichrist is. So, uh, you know could be something near term but i think it's much more likely it's something further away
5: they're ratchet well i don't i don't know that that's the case i i I haven't really made up my mind one way or the other but they are definitely ratcheting this thing up a a war this way cometh i mean we we've got death counts and now you know three people from italy 14 people from the united states you know they're trying to make sure everybody understands that hamas is trying to to go after everybody in the world so
2: yeah, they, you know, k- kidnapping super teams, uh, and oh, what do you? Oh, we left the borders wide open for fifty years. What? Oh, we never thought about Hamas sneaking in.
5: But, yep. yeah, it's and then they've they've plastered it wall to wall for the last two three months that there is. You know, there's migrants coming over the border. Migrants coming over the border. Right. They're pl- it's almost like they're planning stories in our psyches at this point. Hey, the, you know, there's a lot of migrants coming over the border. Hamas is declaring war on all the world. They want a jihad. Migrants are coming over the border. Migrants are coming over the border. So. They, they ran the the $6 billion to Iran
2: story mm-hmm. very recently setting this yep. up. And it, Yes, they did. S- some were even trying to connect it to this. This deal, and the $6 billion to Iran, okay, it's $6 billion of Iranian money that we froze and keep saying, okay, we'll give it back now. Not giving it back. <laughs> That's a, it's not like Ukraine funding where we're giving them money and weapons and it all comes for taxpayers. This is their money that we stole and then our... Keep saying we're going to give it back and not actually giving it back.
5: Man, you you just you are a big, a little bit, a big supporter of of uh, Iran, aren't you? Just a big supporter of Iran and Barack Obama, supporter of them both. I think the connection's getting pretty bad. Let me uh, let me stop. Welcome back. Uh, technical issue there. As you could hear, the, uh, the audio got a little muffled, so we just restarted the conversation. But there is there a more polarizing type of topic? I mean, could we talk about vaccines? I mean, I guess vaccines may be the only thing more polarizing than, than Israel, but maybe not. I mean, Israel, Israel kind of splits the you know, Democrat Party down the line and probably a lot of Republicans and Christian you know, people as well. So it's, it's a pretty polarizing topic. For sure, but I do have some vaccine clips. <laughs> so we'll go from one polarizing topic to the next. Let's just do it. No, why not? I don't, it's, it's kind of what we do. I don't have a ton of stuff. so Okay. It's, uh... Oh, I do have... I actually, I have two guys. I I've have, have, actually have a guy that's on Israel and Palestine. My apologies. I should have remembered this guy. So uh, this is a gentleman uh, I found on the old Twitterverse. And I thought, man... What a crazy guy with this take he has here.
4: Good f- morning. You did not give a flying f- about Israel or the Israeli people until your media told you to do so. You also didn't give a flying f- about Palestine or the Palestinian people until your media told you to do so. You also didn't give a flying. F- about Ukraine, Russia, Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia or Libya until your media told you to do so. Even your thoughts are not independent because you are brainwashed. And there's a big difference between me and you because I am an Arab Israeli. This is my home country. My entire family lives here. And this is exactly why I and million other Israelis and Palestinians are advocating for peace because we are affected by this war, not you. And let me tell you something, Habibi. If you are not affected either directly or indirectly from this war, you better advocate for peace or keep your opinion to yourself and shut the f- up. Peace.
5: Crazy guy. Crazy, crazy guy. I got, I got the same guy again uh, later this afternoon. Or was took good. Morning. Oh, he's cursing again. It's,
4: not, it's loud. Good morning. Three things to remember. Number one, the Palestinian people are good f- people and they deserve to live in peace. Number two, the Israeli people are good f- people and they deserve to live in peace. Number three, the people who fall for the COVID pandemic are the same people who fall for the Ukrainian war and the same people who keep falling for the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Let me tell you this. Stop falling for the matrix trap of division, you complete f- idiot. Peace. <laughs> A
5: little beeping in there for the curse words, but as an Arab-Israeli who lives there, it's good to remember that, like, when people think of America, you know, they think of Joe Biden and bombing in Ukraine or whatever, but you know, that doesn't, that's not representative of the country, of the people. And I think you got a lot of people in Israel who aren't going to be for a war. And you got a lot of people right. in Palestine who aren't going to be for war. And I think he's got a point. The people who fell for COVID are easily going to fall for these things. Yeah.
2: Well, we, we didn't even talk about it, but Netanyahu had a whole lot of oh, scandal yes. stuff going yes. on. It's very. Yes. Very convenient. Very for, for
5: BB. Yeah, BB was under some real. He had some real problems there for a minute. Still does, but it's uh, kind of swept under the rug now. Yeah. So that's
2: you know. I mean, there's a lot of evidence that there's been some. Let's just say Hamas doesn't fund themselves. Yeah. You know, this is uh, yeah. Kind of a known known fact, and. I mean, it's declared as Hamas, right? But (laughs) let's just say I have not independently verified that every single uh, attacker was a legitimate Hamas member and not part of some intelligence agency or mercenary or...
5: That, yeah. I don't know if I can find the clip. It's probably scrubbed from the internet by now, but do you remember the two MI6 agents that dressed up in beards, dressed up with beards? Oh, yeah, and then in a, caught them there. In Iraq yeah. and went around and were shooting people, and they got caught? Yeah. 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 I mean, my gut feeling is that's what we're dealing with. That was how this whole thing kicks off, because to start it on the 50-year day, fifty year anniversary of Yom Kippur War, right in the middle of old BB's, you know... Uh, you know s- severe legal troubles he's, he was at a like people are still hate him like i was i listened to a podcast the other day a guy who had been to israel and back and he's like people hate him more now They're like he was talking about i'm gonna make everybody safe and now with all these ways that i'm you know doing what i'm doing and then now people are even less safe there's craziness going on it it feels manufactured it feels manufactured
2: yeah at the or at- Flashback to nine eleven. Are you, you know, whether your team lie hop let it happen on mm-hmm. purpose mm-hmm. or my hop made it happen on purpose? You know, it, it, I don't see how you get around let it happen on purpose. No, already just I, what's I out. Yeah, and then you'll start hearing the stuff about like, oh, and you know. These people just happened to leave the country and not be right where in the spot that was attacked. And oh, you know, coincidentally, all the all the lucky Larry Silverstein stories, right? Right, right. That stuff starts coming out, and I yeah, guess I mean, it, it doesn't mean that it's all fake and that right. no one right. died. That's right. that's the fake, right? um that's the fake conspiracy, conspiracy theory That's stuff yeah right yeah where it's like oh look it's all a hoax no one that it's a well it's a lie but it's not a hoax crisis actors andrew they, you can they, tell by their kill,
5: earlobes they're crisis actors
2: they kill real people they have no problem killing people this is not a it's not ever an ish, issue for the powers that be
5: so yeah all right. Well, I think we we beat it up. I don't let I me mean, double check my clips. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, no, I think we're good. So we can move on. All right, right. Right into good old vaccines. Let's go. Right into
2: good old vaccines. But this is this is a throwback, and I'm sure some of the OG anti-vaxxers out there will be like, "Of course, we knew this already, Andrew. What's your what's your problem but this was new to me uh our, our friend george on the fact hunter i think it i talked about the did i talk about the jeff bradstreet stuff last week i don't think so i don't think i did but he, anyway he recently did an episode going over jeff bradstreet who was uh doctor was Natural health doctor, anti-vax, and one of the actually possibly the very first that uh, died under suspicious circumstances. You know, one of the uh, supposed suicides where it's like, oh, he he just chose to commit suicide uh, for for no reason and did it in a physically impossible way. Mm -hmm. Nothing to see here. Kind of the
5: two to the back of the head deal.
2: I it was uh, I believe it was. Uh, shot himself in the chest and did it from s- far enough away that it didn't leave
5: any powder burns.
2: <laughs> so that's,
5: that's I, I tough apologize to do. about laughing about someone being shot, but that's uh, yeah, super it's, hard it's, to do.
2: It's real tough to do to you know get the hold the gun six feet away from yourself when you're shooting yourself in the chest, but anyway. Uh, so he did an episode on Jeff Bradstreet, which was really good, and then he followed it up with an episode on Andrew Molden. I had not heard of Andrew Molden, and I had not heard of his theory of vaccine harm. So he was a all sorts of different kinds of doctors, and his his conclusion, kind of to cut to the chase, was that every single vaccine you take cause varying levels of harm through causing uh, basically mini strokes in the, the capillaries like the tiniest blood carrying vessels you've got. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and you can, you can't see it through testing because that, he goes into why that is. You know, you can only see down MRIs and stuff. You can't see anything that small, but you can see it in people's uh, faces and some and other extremities if they've had these issues. And so it, it's uh, he explains it. We'll play the um, ice is, ischemia. Okay. And he he he
0: defines it, and we'll go from there after that. Ischemia is a medical word meaning impaired blood flow, or term. Your body has 60,000 miles of in-blood vessel territories. It's why you breathe. It's why you eat. If those blood vessels are impaired, they're at the micron level. We can't see that. That's a millionth of the size of a meter. MRI scans for the... When only see down to one millimeter in structure, this is an order of magnitude beneath that. We can never see this, but we can see the footprints of it. Anoxia, anything in medicine with the letter A in front of it means absence of, Oxia is option. Anoxia means no oxygen. Hypoxia means low oxygen. And whenever you get in a situation, in any tissue, anywhere in the body, brain, heart, body, or skin, or liver, or kidneys, or pancreas, or stomach, when oxygen demand exceeds oxygen supply, for example, your roads are all congested. You can't bring your, your, uh, your oxygen in the area. And you set up for ischemia. Ischemia is impaired blood flow. That means hypoxia, low oxygen. That means anoxia, no oxygen sometimes. And that means stroke. Or heart attack. Heart attack is a stroke to the heart. It the skin. Stroke to the skin. Stroke for the brain. Can't see it. Whenever oxygen demand exceeds oxygen supply, there's a problem. We call it Piscinium.
5: That's interesting.
2: All right, so that's the basic basic theory. And you
5: kind of have to go see the video. It's not the greatest quality video, though, because it's old. I was going to say, by the way, it made me feel super good because that's the same buzz that I've fought in half a dozen podcasts that we've done. (laughs) So I'm not the only one who deals with the, the old computer buzz there.
2: But basically he can, he, he shows people's faces and, you know, asymmetrical stuff cause and he got to the point where, uh, someone would come to him like their daughter was having all these health issues with the Gardasil vaccine. Right. And so he's like, okay, bring in some childhood pictures and he could say, oh, this one was after your first round of shots. This one's after your second round of shots. Oh, this one, you know, because he could he could see the progressive wow. damage, wow. and then the Gardasil just what put him over the edge. So, this his book is I think um, all vaccines cause harm, and uh, we've got one more cl- little longer clip from him yeah. that goes into some some interesting stuff. So,
5: well, my friend Andrew likes to say. All vaccines are for compliance. So I don't know yes. if all vaccines cause harm, but all vaccines are for compliance.
2: Both can be true.
5: Why not both? Yeah.
0: But here's what's really going to hurt you hard because the girls are not dying having adversity from Gardasil, Gardasils are roots. The germs are not causing the problem. When I started seeing these girls realizing they're dying, I now have tools I can go actually pull out the neurological damages. So hold the phone here. It's not the germs causing disease. Polio didn't cause paralysis. Smallpox didn't cause people to die. It was the body's response to foreign things put in it. And I know that the damages are out of it. So I'm seeing these girls, teenage girls, having serious adversity from gutters. So said, hold the phone here. I'm to go back and get me your pictures across childhood. Because I know what I see in you right now with my imaging. That happened from each childhood vaccine. You didn't become autistic. You weren't learning disabled. But the damages are additive, And finally Gardasil broke the camel's back. The damages were happening after each childhood vaccine. Have a look at this. I saw her here. Go back to childhood. Birth. Look at this after childhood vaccines. She recovered. Gardasil finished the job. Damaging the brain as a young teenager is going to cause different symptoms as you damage a brain in an immature infant. When language is not laid down. Because the brain is faster rising. All these girls are dead. They see. Gardasil coincidences. It's another girl I saw. I saw her here. Here. Look at this. This is what you see. I go back and look at the infancies. Look what's going on here. She was stroking as an infant after each childhood vaccine. No one knew. But it wasn't hard enough to create her to actually have autism. You're all being harmed. It is additive. It is summative. It is cumulative. It is waxing and waning. And they're coming out here with a mass scale with this vaccine and stuff. Gardasil rubella death same problem golf war vets blood flow to the hands do this before hands right here lift it up you block off blood supply open your hand nice and white no perfusion little oxygen let go color comes back series of six anthrax vaccines you now has tourette's syndrome tourette's is another impaired blood flow problem to the brain but look here squeeze the hand let go see how white that is you're looking at autism ladies and gentlemen in the hands Because the response to the vaccinations burns out all the in blood vessels in all the body. It goes to your bowel, your kidney, your liver. They're having bowel problems. They're having autoimmune problems because the human body will not distinguish between tissue and cells that's damaged by bacteria, viruses, heavy metals, fungus, or ischemia, impaired blood flow. If the tissue is ongoing being damaged, your body will create Auto antibodies against that tissue to go clean it up. Autoimmune disorders are coming from this ischemic condition, if not by repeated vaccinations, response to very dear infectious diseases. Dr. Germ is doing this. This is ischemia to the uh, hands. Look carefully at his eye, popped out. This is strokes to the brain. Anthrax did it. This is autism. They can't see this in the brain. It's going on there as well. Tourette's. Influenza's doing this. Benjamin Zeller, my measures beforehand. Take him down. Lawyers we have on our team now, we're going to flatten these guys. I want all their money to go back to all of you. And let's go back to natural healing. And we'll do it. And we just can't do it alone, But we will do it. After. The strokes. Let's go look at somebody else you know. Jenny McCarthy's son. Evan McCarthy. You all know his story. Benjamin Zeller won that case in court last year. Same thing. Same thing. Ancient depth disorder. After vaccines. Before, plus, after. Welcome. It's all arranged. a range. Continuum. Seen that? We've seen that. Go past that. Gardasil. Anthrax. Anthrax. Influenza. MMR. Autism. Gulf War syndrome. Gulf War syndrome. Psychiatric disorder after Gardasil. Tourette's syndrome. All the same problem. Stroke, autism. So what's going on? Happening around the world. Here's Australia. Boom. Grandparents are holding your children. You don't know they're stroking in your arms. This is really going to frighten you. This is another problem. Day of birth. Normal eyes. Normal face. Mother's breastfeeding for the first two days postpartum. On day three postpartum, mom gets her own MMR vaccination. And within four hours of her breastfeeding that child... It starts happening, like he was vaccinated. If mom is vaccinated by the breastfeeding alone, you'll induce the same problem he has, autism. They say it can't be the vaccines. He had autistic features before. he. You're breastfeeding. They're vaccinating you. Big problems. Big
2: problems indeed. And unfortunately... (laughs) He did not did not win, right even to the point where I hadn't even heard his stuff before and I'm a, a long-term anti-vaxer
5: so this is the guy who got killed.
2: this is another one who got killed. Wow this is a the Je- Jeff Bradstreet was the first one this guy uh, just died you know died suspiciously at 49 just another one. So right when he was going after all the, the whole establishment, I he was a hotshot doctor. I mean, there's no way they can claim he, he wasn't. And then it, he talks about it in that, that speech, he was given a million dollars, uh, grant money to go look into genetics and all this stuff. And he it's like, I want to look into vaccine safety. $0, <laughs> $0, and we'll take away your medical license if you keep going down this track. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. But it's... I think there's a lot of truth there because it. it is cumulative. Yeah. And the reason the COVID vaccine seemed so much worse is... You know, I mean, there could be some crazy new technology in there, but I think it's just the same, the same poisoning. And it's just, you get more and more of it. Like eventually your body can't, can't hack it anymore. Whether that happens when you're get your first vaccines, because you're getting an adult person dose of hepatitis B on the day of birth makes, makes total sense. Uh, or, you know, two-year-old, I, va- 18-month I, vaccines or what have you.
5: I had a conversation this week with someone who, uh, whose nine-year-old daughter, which I guess, hmm, how do I put this? Uh, her daughter was vaccine injured and she's currently nine years old. Uh, I don't know when she was vaccine injured, but one of the things that the mother told me was, uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention and from my she has a a big a big gap a big span of children uh and from my oldest child to my youngest child the the schedule doubled oh yeah and she didn't know you know but she didn't notice that right like so oldest child goes through no problems and then youngest child comes through and it's like hey we we got you know 30 more vaccines for this child and it wasn't until she started to – until she was injured that, that she kind of put it all together. But uh, that kind of, I guess, just lends to it being um, cumulative, like you're saying. Yeah. Oh, and, and now it's two at once. You could do two at once. Two at once? COVID- I like doing two things at once. COVID and – Covid and your flu shot. Well, we have to tell the, the people that the, the man we hate, Travis Kelsey, because he's saying two at once: covid flu shot and covid shot and flu shot, and doing the uh, Taylor Swift commercial. And Aaron Rodgers calling him Mister Pfizer. Aaron Rodgers has challenged him to a a debate. He'll have RFK on his side, and he can have Anthony Fauci on his side. on uh,
2: do, you, do you have a Do you have a clip? I don't. On the pa- but- I don't. Pat McAfee show. I did not see someone in the, just a totally unrelated video about fantasy football stuff. And in the comments, they're like, Did you know Aaron Rodgers challenged <laughs> Travis Kelsey to a debate on the Pat McAfee show? Yeah. So,
5: yeah. Yeah. But they're going to have uh, people come. He says, You can have people come help you. And he said, I'll get RFK Jr., and you can get Anthony Fauci, and we'll debate each other. <laughs> Uh, things that
2: will never happen yeah. for, for a thousand, Alex. Yeah, that's. that's
5: right. uh, I bet it's not because RFK won't come. I bet it won't because RFK. <laughs> I won't don't come. think
2: that's the limiting
5: factor. <laughs> I think the uh, limiting factor is yeah. going to be elsewhere.
2: Yeah, uh, Fauci, and then uh, you know Travis Kelsey. Believe it or not, uh, I don't think this. I don't think he took his. The decision to about this, endorse huh? Pfizer with the same level of, you know, intellectual curiosity, investigation, and research that Aaron Rodgers chose to,
5: you know. One way we could put this is not, not as high as Andrew or not as high as Aaron on the Wonderlick score, you don't think? <laughs> I don't think he set any records. No records set. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, this last week, um, there was a conference-slash-couple-of-podcasts that came out down in Miami, Florida. Uh, we'll get to the—so one of them was uh, Luke Gradowski, uh, Tim Poole, and Patrick Bett-David, and uh, Matt Gates all got together. And I guess this podcast had been scheduled for a long time, right before— you know, long before uh, Gates kind of eliminated the Speaker of the House, which is which was a kind of a historic moment. So, uh, they had a podcast a couple, two, three, four days ago. They had a an evening one the night before, but the following day is like Valhalla for me. I mean, it's like all my f- current favorite, uh, quite a few of my current favorite podcasters. We had Patrick Bet David with Value but he had on Tim Pool and jimmy door uh i'm gonna put the link in the show notes if you haven't seen it or listened to it andrew i, I recommend you you do did you get, catch that one
2: no not that one but yeah. uh, uh last american vagabond interviewed jimmy door nice last couple days so
5: sweet so he's doing the rounds very good i'll send you the this one uh to have i'm not a, i'm not a bit we don't really talk about tim pool thoughts on tim pool andrew i we don't we i, I don't I, I don't
2: go ahead I've never, uh, never been a fan of swimming,
5: so I don't know what that yeah. means. The joke's over my head. I'm so out of it.
2: No, no. I have not been a listener of Tim Pool. What does it have so to do with I,
5: swimming? I don't get it.
2: It's a pool. You go swimming in a pool. Oh my
5: gosh what about never never andrew that's the second version of his joke the first version was never been a fan of tim's so can't <laughs> can't can't listen to that show just, i got enough tim in my it's life We're named tim yeah. yeah i got enough tim's over here anyway uh jimmy was doing what jimmy does and uh thought he had a a, a good uh, clip right here Force.
1: I think the Democratic Party is a cult. Uh, you t- I call it blue-anon. And uh, <laughs> yep. so that, that that's what that's exactly called, uh, if you f- know about anything about Carl Jung, that's classic projection right there is what she's doing. She's talking about someone else being in a cult. No, they're the ones who are actually stalling out the military-industrial complex. Or right now, people like Matt Gates are calling out the corruption in Congress. What she's talking about is that they, they all agree on corruption. We agreed on having the uh, financial services screw over us uh, people on their credit cards she signed off to have 35 percent interest rates she's the one who's the enemy of the worker she's the one they were for every war possible she's the one that keeps health care
5: my apologies i should have preluded this clip obviously it was uh, in response to hillary saying that uh, trump uh, followers need to be deprogrammed uh, my apologies i should have preluded
1: the clip that's his response away from people. she The extremists are those people and she again has to project that onto other people uh, and and then they she's the one who invented Russiagate, right? So Russiagate was a 100% hoax. That was proven by Mueller and then by the Durham report. It was, uh, they, they're the ones who financed Russian disinformation which is what the Steele dossier was. Where did Christopher Steele get that information? He got it from P- his contacts inside the Kremlin. They put it in the Steele report. That's 100% Russian disinformation. Nobody talks about it. They lied that they funded it. It for a whole year, they lied to the FBI. They never have to go to jail for it because they're lying at the behest of the establishment. And they got to get rid of Donald Trump because Donald Trump wouldn't do the interventions they wanted. He ran on pulling us out of the Middle East. They can't have that. He said there was a deep state and he gave away our foreign policy. So that's what this is all about. They, of course, the Republicans and the Democrats, they agree on all the important things to screw over regular people and keep the military industrial complex going because they work for their donors. That's another version of her deplorable speech. And yep. how did that work for her? Donald Trump beat you in an election after you called half the country deplorables, and she's trying to do that again.
5: Which is crazy, right? Like, wh- how? Why? Like, what? Let me pitch an idea to you. All right, Andrew, we're we're living in a dystopic nightmare, and you and I both work for CNN. Are you ready? You're still muted. I don't know if you're trying to talk. I'm ready. Okay. Hey, I got a, new, a good interview coming up for this Saturday.
2: Hillary Clinton,
5: Hillary Clinton, yeah, got Hillary Clinton. Oh, it's awesome! The queen. <laughs> do you think people? Do you think we'll get ratings? Do you think people care?
2: Oh, people love Hillary. They do. Yeah, they love Hillary. Yep.
5: <laughs> she just brings in the ratings. Just people just like her. Yeah,
2: she. Yeah, she's charming.
5: She she too takes part in levity. One of the great moments of the show. <laughs> you reading the Babylon B version of uh, Hillary Clinton convincing us all she takes part in levity and likes <laughs> jokes. Um, anyway, I just I can't even imagine being someone who books that. Like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Democrat party's like on fire right now. Right? Biden's looking bad. There's nobody. There's no clear successor. What do we do here? Talk you know, to Hillary. You know how people like Hillary, right? No. Well, they do. Okay, uh, so hear me out. We get Hillary. Why? Uh, because she's famous and everybody knows who she is. Okay, and she makes good quotes. Quotes like deplorables that were used against us for the last four years. I mean, not not those quotes, but like different quotes. Okay, three, okay, we'll give it a shot. Three words:
2: pant suit sponsor.
5: Oh, say no more. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. So uh, the three of them got three. Well, it's Patrick, but David and his his guys from the show, then Tim Poole and uh, Jimmy Dore. But they started kind of ranting. Uh, Jimmy got us kind of started off a little bit here. But uh, Tim follows up with an idea I've been talking about. I guess he talks about a lot on his show. I I won't bore everybody with the uh, Fall of the Empire clip. Or is what it not Fall of an Empire shattered empire shattered empire the 2008 video game that i play the intro to probably once every three months or so i uh won't bore us with that i don't think it was empire no you're right it's shattered union thank you there shattered union shattered union the boring uh, i won't bore everybody with it empire would be more accurate but it would be it would be Maybe I'll play it at the end of the show or something. I won't bore everybody with it now because you guys have already heard it. If you've listened to the show in the last ninety days, I'm sure I played it at least once. But apparently, Tim Pool has seen some of the same things I've seen and is interested in kind of sorting some of that out after uh, Jimmy gets going. But I don't know. Really enjoyed this podcast. Enjoy all these guys' points of view and just uh, the—they're all so good at what they do. They're all kind of relaxed and, and able to really have great conversation, which is so rare, you know, to just sit back and debate and to to be rational with people around you. I mean, it's just a breath of fresh air. It's definitely nothing happening on the mainstream.
1: So, that that and my theory is that they, they this whole th- thing gained by the establishment, the oligarchy through their corporate media, is to keep us distracted and hating our neighbor and blaming our neighbor and being afraid. We got to be afraid of white supremacy. We got to get after we elected a black American uh, president twice in a row. All of a sudden, racism is going crazy. We got to worry about white supremacy all of a sudden. And so, and your neighbor's a white supremacist, and your neighbor's a uh, uh, QAnon, and your neighbor's this, and your neighbor, na- and they want us to be hating each other and fear each other because if we don't. We'll join together, and we'll see the game that's actually being played on us, and that will happen, what he just described a lot sooner, when we don't see the legitimacy of the government governing us because they're governing for the donor class and not for us. And so that's why they got to keep us distracted, hating. That's why they got to have Hillary Clinton on CNN saying we got to deprogram MAGA. They're the, the real threat. The real threat, as we all know, is the government and corporate America. That's the real threat. <laughs> and, and you know
6: what I think I see happening is when you get uh, – we've already seen videos – since the 2020 riots where there, there's one video where a car's driving by and you see like three guys with AR-15s and body armor at the end of their block. And these are probably just local dudes who knew each other who said, guys, these riots are bad. Let's go stand, watch, and make sure nobody comes onto our street and screws with our friends and family. That's how it begins. Eventually, they're a neighborhood watch or they have a name. They need a way to recognize each other. Now there's too many members and like, well, let's give ourselves, you know, like a, a code so that we know who's, who's, who's helping protect the neighborhood. They're gonna have other neighbors the divide you're talking about, Jimmy, where you might have, like, some guys who are uh, Black Lives Matter activists, but then what's going to happen is the BLM guys in their neighborhood are be like, look, all we want to do is make sure our kids are okay and nobody's coming and screwing with us and we don't trust the police. And then these other guys are going to be like, yeah, they called us terrorists. We don't like them either. Yeah. And that's when you get multiple factions and they're all pointing at the government. Let me put it this way. If BLM is saying police are bad, abolish the police, they oppress us, and now the feds are going after Trump supporters as terrorists, you're very, very close to BLM and Trump supporters being like, I'll do me, you do you. Let's not fight each other. But those people hate us. Yeah.
5: And wow. how
0: do you deprogram these people? Because you, t- you, t- you said a unique word over there. You said, this is also called re-education. Uh, I hate yeah. to break it to you, Hillary Clinton. You're not going to convince these guys to vote for you. I don't know what reprogramming and deprogramming even looks like for someone like that, but these are some of the same people that would have voted gladly for Bernie Sanders in 2016 if he wasn't if They cheated. do not want the establishment, the yep. status quo, the business as usual, typical talking head politician in there. So, how do they deprogram these people? It's never I think, gonna happen. I
6: think the opposite's happening. I think uh, in, in 2020, before 20, 2019, it's a 2020 cycle. A lot of the people that I talk to when you quote-unquote touch grass, you go out to the real world, right? You get off the internet. They were saying things like, I'm in an Uber, and the guy's just like, I'm sick of Trump. I'm sick of the division. If we just if we vote for Biden, it goes away. And I'm, I'm telling them, like, you know, Trump's not the cause of this. He's a symptom of it. And so what I'm seeing now, and uh, it's a story that I've been telling. I, I was hanging out at the poker tables in— uh, Charleston, West Virginia, and you get, you get some people, it's, it's a mixed area, actually, in the eastern panhandle, so I get one guy recognizes me and says, you think Trump's going to win, blah, 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 and I said, I might take his name off the ballot in one state, and then who knows what happens. One guy chimes in and goes, I hate Trump, but man, this stuff's freaking me out. They shouldn't be doing this, and so what I'm, what I'm hearing now, and I've heard this a couple times, so it's very anecdotal, is that typically the people who would say Trump's the cause of the problem are now realizing Trump's not the president anymore and they're not stopping. And the, the persecution, the political persecution and the weaponization of government is starting to terrify the people who are begging to be left alone. The people who are begging to be left alone, I don't think will ever take up arms and go fight or or whatever, but they'll vote and they won't vote for Democrats. I'm not saying they'll vote for Trump either, but now I think they're scared and they're starting to realize that vote for Biden didn't end the culture war. It made it worse.
7: Yeah. And and then, so I want to ask both of you guys a question, Jimmy and Tim. So, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people, myself included, 2020 wasn't in a free and fair election with federal agencies involved, FBI, Twitter, all that stuff. Are you guys concerned? Because think about it Trump, all these, what, 91 uh, no, charges, all this stuff, he's still beating Biden. They know it. They're not stupid. Do you guys think, Jimmy, something's, I mean, we talked about it in the green room, something's coming. Do you feel like something manufactured's coming? They've been warning us about a bunch of different stuff from pandemic two and all this stuff. They're not winning. Uh, like is something gonna happen that you guys think is gonna to where they could come in and, and put all these FBI people and everybody else. Yes, you know?
1: man, they, they've manufactured. So I think, I, I'm under the b- belief that most of those Black Lives Matter protests were half manufactured by the FBI and the deep state to create a, a, a sensation of ca- chaos to make people afraid of a civil war coming. They don't care. They A civil war is helpful to the establishment because then we're all distracted and they get to keep doing everything they want to do. So yeah, I, I'd be afraid. I, the, the infiltrators are the FBI, the CIA, the deep state. They're the ones who are going to probably do something. You're right. And they're going to do it. And then oh, Now we have to give martial law. Now we have to crack down. Now we have to do, just like they did with lockdowns. And now we already live in a surveillance state, and half the country more of it's for censorship, which is just, you know, that's that old saying that the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And so people aren't being vigilant now, and we're giving away our free speech. We're letting journalists that are are being prosecuted right out in the open like Julian Assange. And so, yes, they will do whatever it is, and if, it, if they need to create a a quasi-civil war or a chaos. They're going to do it. They've already been doing it. And you're exactly right. I think people are starting to wake up, just like Stop Cop City. They used the same RICO statutes, the same RICO uh, grand jury that uh, prosecuted Trump. They did it to those Stop Cop City. And so people, I think, are waiting. like, wait, wh- Uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? So we all have the same enemy. It's the government. They're using the same thing, just like you described. That's a perfect way to put it. And I hope people are waking up to that. Now, uh, I hope it doesn't come to violent civil war before people realize the game that's happening. But I really do hope people like Black Lives Matter and the people that you described are going to come together and realize, hey, uh, it's this illegitimate government and we need to come together. I really hope that happens. The first thing I want to say is, a civil war is an
6: excellent opportunity for the establishment because they could destroy the Constitution. Yes, if yeah. fighting happens, it gives them an excuse. But yeah. the other thing I want to say is, you look at what happened in New York with that guy who got murdered, that yeah. uh, Ryan Carson. The attitude from the right is... Well, I don't know. What was that story? So, uh, uh, Ryan Carson and his girlfriend, Claudia, I think her name's Claudia Morales, they're sitting on a, uh, on a bus bench. Now, the media's reported they're waiting for a bus, but I don't believe that makes sense. A man, An 18-year-old uh, young black man walks past them almost immediately after, we have the video. Yeah, this is right uh, they right? get up and follow him. The dude then scream attack, he's pushing a scooter. I don't know what Carson says to him or 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 but for whatever happens next, uh, Brian Dowling, the man in the sweater allegedly mm-hmm. says what what the what the effort are you looking at? I'll kill you right now, Mother Effer. comes at him. Carson pushes him, stands his ground, pushes him again. Dowling slaps him. Carson pushes him, tries to run, trips, falls, Dowling stabs him three times with, a, with I believe, like a six-inch blade, mm-hmm. piercing his heart and killing him. Now, the thing about the story is, look, yep. this stuff happens, right? The, this guy was a left-wing activist who worked for uh, leftist nonprofits, and uh, oh, that, that's, that's him dying right now. And uh, uh, the response from the right is, you reap what you sow.
5: Interesting. Interesting when a bunch of uh, people who think about this stuff all get together in the same room, kind of go down some rabbit trails I hadn't even thought to go down. But uh, nothing too illogical in there. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
5: that's uh...
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff in there. I think there's it's an interesting idea of the joining together like, hey, but you don't like the you don't trust the government either, oh okay,
5: <laughs> sure, no, I don't know if that would ever happen new best friends, yeah, that'd be a, that would be amazing if that did happen, but just the kind of the
2: i mean if that was ever in danger of happening, you just fire up a middle East conflict and <laughs> get everyone fighting again
5: yeah i mean this this thing wipes it out right like this just this is uh this is good for business in that way so yeah well this
2: this is an ancillary piece i don't think it's the main purpose of the whole israel thing that's going on oh no 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 but uh but the t- they're definitely the
5: timing i think is is bumped up.
2: well but but they're definitely using this uh to cut RFK Jr. off at the knees. How so? Because it's... Uh, he's now... Because <laughs> remember, there was a stuff always, oh, an anti-Semite, because he said it was... the That COVID, there was a study that was, you know, it was ethnically targeted, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. So it would say, oh, he's an anti-Semite, even though it's not what he... You know <laughs> and then on the other side of it there he's very pro pro-israel and so that's being used to make sure that all the liberals who would be on on his side on a lot of things aren't gonna go there because they you know he's pro-israel he's and we hate Israel, we hate the Jews yada yada so.
5: I hadn't even thought of that angle. That's interesting. Yeah. So. Um,
2: yeah, I just... Because Tim... he, he declared as an independent, yeah. which that's one thing the establishment really doesn't want is any full-on independent candidate, any viable independent candidate.
5: That's true. That's
2: why they, you know, ever since Ross Perot... They made sure it doesn't happen.
5: It's funny you mentioned that they in this conversation we were just listening to, they talked about Ralph Nader, I think Jimmy Dore brought it up. They kept Ralph Nader uh, in in and out of court so much they all, you know they tried to bankrupt him uh, just with different you know filings and things against him, and it kept him from really being able to run a campaign to to run for president. I guess I didn't know any of that. Jimmy was just kind of going on about how they had had done that to him which hmm. i don't know if he was ever serious yeah, there, a serious candidate well, there's,
2: <laughs> i just remember him after obama getting elected saying is he going to be a, a president for the people or is he going to be an uncle tom for the <laughs> banks and that was the that was the end of him It's the end of him but
5: but spot the lie wow <laughs> Wow, not the best way to put it that ended up being the case is you know, I'm thinking about putting together a cabinet full of people. If I could find someone that could help me pick out a cabinet, oh, Citibank, would you like to? Would you like to try this out? Give me, a, give me a chance. Well, C- yeah,
2: I'm sorry. Um, well, Goldman Sachs, you had the first term, so it's <laughs> Citibank's turn.
5: Citibank is up. Yeah, uh, for the people. The Citibank for the people, though.
2: Um, I've got a breaking
5: news tweet from greg reese okay that's funny i have a greg reese clip ready to queued up to play right now go hit me a retired
2: special ops friend told me tonight the u.s was caught on a failed mission in the middle east last night and codes have gone out to activate sleeper cells in the u.s as a response guys from eglin air force base are being sent home for personal prep heads up
5: well, there you go so Hama- i don't know so- where that is yeah hamas is supposedly launching a jihad tomorrow friday the 13th we know they love their numerology and then we have some sort of weird halo moon thing tomorrow is that tomorrow oh i've
2: let's see um yeah and nasa is launching oh god (laughs) uh let's see I had it on my phone to throw in here, and then I don't have my phone with me. But my w- space.com, my favorite website. Will was posting a story from it. Yeah, uh, Let's see. My wife was asking.
5: She was like, "It was. do you guys still talk about, is there is there still a lot of talk about Flat Earth on the show? And I was like, yeah, there is. And it's not like he's really bringing it to the show. It's just like. There's so much crap going on in the world, NASA's just like desperately like, here, throw this at them. Throw this in the news. Here's another one. There's a <laughs> launch over here. The International Space They're just like cramming. We, <laughs> we
2: collected asteroid <laughs> dirt from from 20 billion miles away. It's so, legit, guys.
5: It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad, NASA. We're
2: the, we're the most Ugh. efficient best use of money you can imagine. I mean, who else is getting asteroid dust <laughs> and shipping it back millions of miles and having it drop right onto our own facility in Utah? I mean, that's just unbelievable uh, you know, competence right there.
5: Um oh All right. Gosh. I'm a you look up the red moon. I'll play this Greg Reese clip. I had to clip this. This is straight from Revelation's Radio News Telegram. We had it all-out like conversation about, hey, it's time to bust out that old Albert Pike because as soon as Israel, the, 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 as soon as the whole conflict breaks out, whether it's people dressed up as Hamas or the actual Hamas, right? when the whole conflict <laughs> breaks out, then uh, we people start talking about in the telegram. They say, hey, somebody needs to break out the Albert Pike quote, the two, three world wars. And I said, well, it's not real because the quote is before the term Nazi uh, existed. And someone argued, hey, that this is not the case because, the you know, and then I've cited a website that also said that that was not the case. I personally believe it's lifted. But uh, Greg Reese, of course, like right on time, like within 48 hours of us talking about it in the Telegram, Greg Reese put out a video.
7: The infamous Albert Pike letter to Mazzini known as the Illuminati Plan for Three World Wars, was allegedly written by Albert Pike in 1871. The letter outlines a plan to foment three world wars in an attempt to take over the world. It is claimed that the letter was on display in the British Museum Library until 1977, but the British Museum denies this claim. Some suggest that the use of the word Nazism in 1871 proves that the letter is a fraud. And others say the same about Zionism. But Zionism existed back then. Zionism was made official in the late 1800s as a non-religious nationalist movement arguing that the Bible was proof that Jews had a lawful claim to the land of Palestine, an area that was currently inhabited by a population that has lived there relatively peacefully for centuries. Around the alleged writing of this Albert Pike letter, Jews began immigrating to Palestine with the intention of someday creating a state of Israel, which did not happen until 1948, after World War II and the creation of the United Nations. Albert Pike joined the Fraternal Independent Order of Odd Fellows in 1840. By 1859, he was elected Sovereign Grand Commander of the Scottish Rites Southern Jurisdiction and remained Sovereign Grand Commander for the rest of his life. He was definitely aware of Zionism, and if this Illuminati plan is true, then his use of the word Nazi is plausible. Either way, the letter is worth a read, and the closer we get to the end game, the more accurate this letter appears to be. The Illuminati plan for three world wars. The first world war must be brought about in order to overthrow the Tsars in Russia, and make that country a fortress of atheistic communism. The divergences caused by agents of the Illuminati between the British and Germanic empires will be used to foment this war. After the war, communism will be used to destroy other governments and weaken the religions. The Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazism is destroyed and political Zionism is strong enough to institute a sovereign state of Israel in Palestine. During the Second World War, international communism must become strong enough to balance Christendom, which would be restrained and held in check until the time when we would need it for the final social cataclysm. The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agents of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of Islam. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam and political Zionism mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then, everywhere, The citizens, obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries, will exterminate those destroyers of civilization. And the multitude, disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light, through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. Whoever wrote this letter had the vision to see where this is all going. By manipulating our beliefs and emotions, mankind has been herded into these wars like cattle to the slaughter. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
5: Well, authentic or not, uh, definitely noteworthy. <laughs> <clears throat> Satan was involved one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, spiritual forces, yeah. like yeah. Depending on who wrote this, I mean, maybe Albert Pike, vis-a-vis vis- vis, uh, Ascended Master, some sort of scrying. He was definitely into all that stuff, but yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. He, well, he's he, definitely... It, a, a, it's
5: not like he's revered in the United States. Like He's not like a political figure or anything. There's not like a giant statue of him in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how that didn't get torn down in the BLM riots, by the way. No,
2: I did get it, and that's, like, the first thing Trump did was fix that statue. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is.
5: <laughs> I forget who was talking about that, but, yeah. You, you know the... I, you, feel free to fact check me on that. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. But the, I can see the FBI, like, let's go with this statue and this statue. Like, hey, but you did see, like, there's a statue around the corner of a Freemason that, like... Was a member of the clan. Who
2: was involved in the? Wasn't he in Ku Klux clan, fighting for the South in the Civil War? Oh
5: yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Did you, you, you see that? Yeah, we're not supposed to destroy that one. Well, I think I think we're going to do he's that. One of our guys. I think we're going to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's on our side. Don't you worry about it. So, well, I think we're going to have to destroy it. Well, I guess it's like one of the people fighting for.
2: Uh, you know, he's fighting for independence from. Uh, Russia
5: during World War II. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea the Czars were that powerful. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a definitely a. It's an interesting letter, man. It's an interesting letter. What do you, you think? It's written after the fact. You think it's spiritual forces ahead of time? You think that is the plan? I mean, the, it looks more, uh, more like it's coming into view here.
2: Yeah, I think probably patriot mythology.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the use but, of nazism and zionism pretty pretty prescient for the late 1800s. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I would say so, but But yeah, I mean it's he was also really into that stuff, but to me it seems like someone wrote it and then etched Attributed it to him, to because he was a known Freemason and all that, just to to give it some cred. Wow! Kind of like the, um, you know, I'll make up a story, but say that it came from a, a Russian double agent or
5: or whatever, you know. <laughs> so some some gentleman named William Shakespeare. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, let's thank some people. What do you think? Is the time. Do you got? Any, you want to give us another story, or do you got any words of the wisdom? No, I it's guess like, it's too it's, early. For I you. don't.
2: I don't have much else to be honest with you. So yeah, let's let us thank
5: some people. All right. Let's see here. I gotta find my clip. Mm-mm.
0: Revelations
5: Radio. And I there's a gentleman who emailed like a, a ukulele song about like Revelations Radio News. And I, I've lost it. I mean I like I thought it was uh, auto because he sent another smaller autotune c- quote or clip. And then I thought that was the only thing he sent, but apparently he sent this other thing. Sir, I apologize. I don't I don't a know. A ukulele song about Revelations Radio News? He's playing the ukulele and singing, I believe. Oh man. And I lost awesome. it. Yeah, and I lost it. It's like the it's like worse than losing a whole episode. This is uh just out of nowhere, anyway. My,
2: my wife's side of the family, big ukulele fans. Okay.
5: The Uke. The Uke. Wow. That's interesting. I didn't know. That's such, uh, a, a, such a thing in Yakima, Washington, the my, ukulele f- players. Uh,
2: I think my sister-in-law plays the ukulele and among other instruments. So, yeah, I, I'll play all sorts of stuff. But
5: Your then sister- there's me. I play golf. <laughs> and then Andrew wakes up in the morning. He says, listen to me carefully and listen good. I'm going to go play the National and Augusta. Now leave me alone. <laughs> And Augusta, yeah. So. All right, you got the spreadsheet open over there, sir?
2: I do. First on the list, Danny yep. from Medford, Oregon with $25. Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you, Danny. As always. Uh, big happenings in the Telegram chat. Chris White. I mean, we've got celebrities now. Come on. it's If you're listening and you're not in there, you're missing out.
5: So, It's not even... We're, we're gonna break a hundred we're gonna break a hundred,
2: yeah, so uh next on the list David v Gibson Ghosts. and is fifty dollars and a very nice note uh let me make sure that I can get see the whole thing here in just a moment
5: this is this is funny i had it I don't know how we turned into no agenda, but you're now John C. Dvorak trying to figure out your spreadsheet it can I can I get the cell? Because it blow it blows out of my cell. The note's too long. Let me The note is I not should, too long, ladies and I should gentlemen. wrap
2: I should wrap the text. I don't I don't know. See. Okay. Uh hi Tim and Andrew. I've been listening to you religiously since Will mentioned to you on his channel, and it's time for me to stop freeloading. Thank you for the work uh you put into Give us a slice of normality in an upside-down world. I'm a long atheist that was woken up by 9-11 truth. Went down the rabbit hole and was brought back to God by fake space and flat earth. That's David from London, England. Thank you, David. Yeah. Next on the list, we've got... uh, We've got Penny from Mesa, Arizona. With $20. Thank you very much, Penny. And it looks like you added... a, another we've got a P.O. box donation from Chrissy in Manchester, New Hampshire of $80. Thank you very much, Chrissy. Much appreciated.
5: That's it. I think that's it. Well, thank so you guys thank for you to those donating to the show. It, get, it does help us keep it all going.
2: Yeah, we've got some. Yeah. The, the most consistent, and then we've got a couple other. Veterans, veteran contributors, and then a a new one in David with the that nice note. So it's great to hear from all of you.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for keeping the ship afloat, so to speak.
0: Revelations Radio News.
5: Of course, if you want to contribute, you can just go to Revelations Radio News backslash support or. You just type in eugenicswars.com into your browser and it'll bring you right to the support page. You can pick how to donate, whether it's buy me a coffee, send a Bitcoin, send Monero, uh, give, send, go, or PayPal. Any of those do work. Indeed. Yes. They Indeed. work well. They work well. Alright, I got uh I think one more clip and then maybe we can try and get some words of wisdom for you unless you got anything else that you want to make sure to get.
2: Uh, I was looking, I uh, let's see. So yeah, I was just gonna mention the Kennedy running as an independent deal. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I I mean it doesn't change my <laughs> opinion of his chances. They went from zero to zero, uh, but I, I like to see the independent thing because it's, you know, I mean the guy's is his family is synonymous with Democrat. Yeah. So if you're if you're gonna take down the political parties, which uh, needs to be done, right? absolutely, I mean, they're, just, they're <laughs> way past broken, broken beyond repair. So well, in the sense that's of- a that's a kind of
5: a big step. I mean. And the stuff that Matt Gates is doing in Congress is kind of kind of wild stuff, man. He's he's actually twelve-year term limits, no more money, no more uh, stock trading, no more uh, lobbyist money. I mean, it's he's he's whether or not it gets done. You know, I thought there was all zero point zero percent chance any of that was going to happen, and zero percent chance that he would oust the speaker too. But I mean, he did oust the speaker, so. Hey, if we're headed in a direction, I think 80% of Democrats disagree with their party and 60-something uh, percent of uh, Republicans disagree with their party. If we're headed in that direction, I think that Matt Gates and those of his ilk who are kind of trying to buck the system are going to get quite a bit of support, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it,
2: you know, some sort of like, <laughs> can we just focus on you know, uh, medical autonomy. Right. You're allowed to make your own choices. So no mandates of anything. And hmm, can we just take, just take a four year break from war, you know, just four years. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just, eh, we'll deal with it in four years. You know, we'll take some names. We're taking your name down but uh, we'll just take a little break from the old warmongering for a few years.
5: Historically the United States was a, you know, just kind of a stay out of it country. You know, let other people fight their wars, we'll just kind of stay out of it. But you know, in this century, whether it's Albert Pike's, you know, Illuminati dreamed up or some other creation, we we we've become the police the police of the of the world. We're we're sending billions of dollars to some of the most corrupt nations in the whole world. Uh, and we don't even have our own stuff together back here. We got crazy bad health care. We have uh, potholes in the roads. We have schools that are atrocious. I mean, I think it said something, I heard something recently that in Detroit, there was like less than 2% of children could perform to math in their own grade level. I mean, we just got huge problems here. But, you know, we're going to sign on to send some rockets over to kill some Hamas. Yeah, I mean, it- It's
2: just not in the news because they haven't decided to point at it yet because it's a little too close to COVID. But, yeah, we're raising a whole generation of kids that are developmentally behind the whole mask fiasco. Yeah, they sure are. And vaccines and everything else, you know, all the other poisons that were already going on. But the masks,
5: yeah, really didn't help. And then the kids, don't forget, you know, in Seattle and other uh, dystopic places, they were out of school for over a year. So
2: yeah, and that that remote learning <laughs>
5: works just as well as remote working. Yeah, kindergarten remote learning on a Chromebook. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could
2: go wrong?
5: Oh man, I think Rogan. I think I've, I brought this up before, but Joe Rogan came in the room and saw his daughter eating in front of the computer, and uh, she was homeschool or you know she was virtual learning in California. And he asked her what she was doing. She said, "Well, they like us to eat in front of the computer so that they know that we've had lunch." And I think I think some part of his like psyche broke. And he was like, "the end, The end result is he now does the show in Austin." So Yeah, <laughs> he was not thrilled about that. No, no, no. get away from there. Mm-mm. Don't eat in front of those people. We're gonna get out of here. This is nuts. This is nuts. So. Anyway, uh, this is the night before the previous podcast. This is Patrick Bet-David with Matt Gates on stage. Uh, Our good friend, Luke Radowski, who we've been playing clips on this show from from, since the wee early days of 2011. I mean, Luke was always there. Uh, He's on their stage with Luke uh, Radowski, uh, Tim Pool, and uh, Matt Gates, And he kind of delivers kind of a powerful speech here. I really enjoyed it. Uh, And... uh, Yeah, I I thought it'd be a great way to kind of end the show. And it helps us remember to kind of get out of our bubble and, you know, kind of get out there and do what the Lord intended for us, which was to not be on our phones, but to actually do real things. I was excited to see people in the Telegram group talking about, you know, I I actually recently I started a life group a a while back, my wife and I. And there's somebody else who's praying with people and another person who started a small group. And I'm just excited to see that stuff in the Telegram because that is where... Souls are one. Not a lot of souls being one over on Twitter. You know what I mean? Not a lot of souls in the argument of Hamas versus Israel on the internet Our souls being one, but it's in the, the actual connections that we each make in the real world and just kind of not hiding from it, even though we know the world is corrupt, but just trying to, to uh, do our best to, to impact those around us in, in a positive way. I really like this, uh, this little speech.
3: I'm at a church and my pastor gets up and he says... This is in L.A., Pastor Dudley Rutherford. He says, you know, you know there's this guy in the church He's not getting baptized every week. He's not getting baptized. And the pastor said, well, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. This is a moment. If you're dealing with something, you want to walk up, this is the time to do it. He's like, nobody was walking. He says, one day, another pastor tells him, he says, why don't you start selling hell? He says, what do you mean? He says, just try selling hell. He says, I don't understand. Tell him what happens if they don't give their life to Christ. So the pastor gets up on stage and says, If you don't give your life to Christ, here's what hell's going to look like. And, uh, you know, it goes into this mess about hell. Oh, my God, hundreds of people. I want to be a Christian. I want to get baptized. Right. So selling hell works. However, selling too much hell also becomes a little bit chaotic. The relationship of a prostitute and his client. This is a weird analogy I'm going to give to you guys.
6: Especially right on the back
7: of the church
1: (laughs) analogy. A
7: little whiplash there. I like to go both sides. Maybe we could have stopped at a sandwich shop (laughs) along the way
3: just before going right from church to the prostitute. I'm going to give a quick plug to Andrew Schultz. So the relationship between prostitute and a client, right? Each is getting something in exchange. You got money. The other guy's being pleased, right? It's a very honest relationship, okay? However, Andrew says, you know why I don't think they're going to destroy the entire thing? I said, why? He says, dude. They, they, they all want their money. They're driven by their money. Why would they destroy the economy? They want their money. They, they, they're interested in their money. They're going to want their money to be taken care of. These guys at the top. And then you go and watch some of these old videos from Rothschild. Or we watch the videos from Rockefeller, how they wanted women power. Why? Because they wanted twice the amount of people working in the yep. companies. They're like, "Dude, well, I want women to work and I want men to work. This is exactly how we're going to build a better economy. So that actually, as weird as it sounds, it gets you to say, okay, it is all about money. You just want to get richer and you want to be a billionaire, and you want to do this. And quite frankly, if you ask me, a lot of these guys, I think there's three communities that are ruining that are ruining America. And I'll give you—I've my, I've talked about this before, but I'll give it to you guys. You know, we have different audiences. To me, one of them is the lazy Republicans and the scared Republicans. Kind of, you know, O'Keefe is uh, talking about that a little bit. You're talking about that a little bit. Where, I know some of them. Yeah, I know you know this is your world. These are the guys that have the money. They're worth a hundred million. They're worth a couple hundred million. They live in Palm Beach. Okay. They live in nice parts of the country, and they still want to be invited to the liberal parties. They don't want to piss anybody off. They want to be friends with the guy that's their neighbor. Hey, that guy from that movie still invites us to the dinner. Well, you know, my favorite president is Bill Clinton. They'll play that card to kind of like keep that relationship in, but they're scared. God forbid people find out we're Republicans, babe. Hey, kids, when you go to school, I remember living in Iran. When we were in Iran, my dad would say, you guys go to school. If they ask you if you're a Christian or a Muslim, you tell them, ask dad. Okay, because in Iran, if God forbid you told anybody you're a Christian, you could be in trouble. It's a complete different climate. Don't when you go to school, never talk about it. we voted for Trump. Tell them, I don't know. We don't talk politics in our house. Make sure you say that, son. Johnny, that's how we talk. So everybody's, you know, scared, lazy Republicans, right? One community destroying America. The second community, I believe, is the do your thing, libertarians. You know, libertarians, oh, to each his own. You know, do what you got to do. You know, go out there and do your thing. I don't care what you do. Wait a minute. You said do your thing. Now I want to do my thing with your kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. You kind of crossed the line here with the libertarian bullshit. You got to step <laughs> away from my kids. Then last but not least is the tolerant Christians. It's okay. You know, it's a God, you know, we can't judge, you know. Bullshit. I've been praying for four things since. When I was in the army at 18 years old, I, I was an atheist for 25 years of my life, but at 18 years old, I got a chance to meet this pastor because I got a high PT score, so they got me to go away and live at this guy's house for three days, 10 of us. And we would play pool and jump in a lake. The guy gives me a Bible at the end of this event. He says, son, I think you need this Bible more than me. My parents gave it to me on December 24th of 74. So I, I said, trust me, you don't want to give it to me. It's a waste of time. He says, son, I think you need it more than I do. I take it. So that day, I start praying three times a day to a God I don't believe in. Okay, in my prayer, hey God, listen, I don't think you exist. I think you're for weak people, but if you're out there, you'll listen. If not, I'm gonna talk to myself. Eventually, I started praying for courage, wisdom, tolerance, understanding. I have stopped praying for tolerance. I don't want God to put me in a situation to be tolerant. I'm no longer praying for tolerance. I pray for courage, wisdom, and understanding, not tolerance anymore. I think the tolerant Christians have ruined America. So to go back to it, As a father, we have to sell fear sometimes to our kids for them not to do something stupid like we did when we were kids. But we also have to sell the dream. I don't think we're selling the dream a lot today. We can sit here and talk doomsday all day long. It actually, believe it or not, scares the shit out of some people. To me, the way you fight against this is to actually go make a name for yourself. Within the company you're working at, be a damn player. If you don't read business books, start today. Go buy Elon Musk's books. Go buy 20, 30, 40 books. Recreate yourself. Go start exercising like him and, you know, work on getting a six-pack. Change your diet and your relationship. Work on being a little bit more clear on who you want to marry. Raise kids. Be tough on them. Challenge them. Get involved in the community. Learn to communicate better. Reason with people because we need to sell the dream. There needs to be dreams being sold. A message of scaring all the time. People don't want to get married because they're scared of always getting a divorce. Yeah, there is risk in getting married. Yeah, there's risk in having kids. There's risk in starting a business. There's risk in having a mic like this and people watching. You may say something stupid. Oh, what a dumb thing he just made. There is risk in these things we're doing. But I think we need to rise above. I think we need to have courage. I think we need to sell the dream. I think we need to give perspective. And if we do our fight, kind of like you're doing your part as your fight, we have more... We may disagree, but I respect the hell out of your fight. Tremendously, you're a dogfight. You got one of those fights that we need more people like you and then we can have discourse together and you can give me your argument, I can say, dude, I was wrong. That's a good point you're making. Or I may point out something and you may say, Pat, this is why we're doing this. Cool, I do not know about it. And then we can have that exchange. But that's my thing. I think we need to kind of rise above it as well and do a better job selling America, selling the dream, selling life, selling marriage, selling raising kids, selling being leaders. I think if we do that, We're finding each other that is going to scare the shit out of the enemy and then they're gonna say holy shit Look who we just woke up. That's what I think. Absolutely. Yeah,
5: Yeah, absolutely
6: What do we say now?
5: (laughs) Tim fool, what do we say now? uh anyway i i really like that i like the idea that we gotta we gotta put ourselves out there and try to be somebody in the world and not that the world is the the enemy or not that the world is is our measurement of who we are i mean we only have one judge and that is the lord but uh not hiding from it and just you know standing firm for what we believe not you know kind of tolerating everything i think that's uh it's a good point being courageous and just standing up for yeah just raising kids and having you know having a marriage and not cheating on them and living a life leading by example
2: yeah all good stuff yeah all good stuff
5: indeed yeah, I, I had a, a small group that I you know I, I started get up at five in the morning going to the gym and I got a small group of guys I work out with in the morning and just that one step to try to to try to stay in shape to get up early to go work out you know it's put me in contact with these guys and you know guys over a long period of time you know I, I've been able to have really cool conversations with them you know and. and you know, talk, talk about the Lord or, or pray with them or tell them I was going to pray for them. None of that happens. Right. If I just don't get out of bed and don't go try to work out and don't go try to be around people. But now I've had like real, I mean, you know, how it is Andrew. No, no, no more real conversation than when two dudes are in sports and like doing it consistently all the time, and see each other. And then all of a sudden they, uh, you know, really, really start talking to each other about real things and there's no judgment, no kids, no wives and stuff. And, you know, I've been able to have awesome conversations with them that I never would have had, had I not tried to, okay, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to go work out. I'm going to try to better myself. I'm going to try to get in shape. I'm going to try and be a good steward, not just with the, the money I've been given, but with my body and and with, you know, the people that are around me uh, and, and just try and take care of that. And then look, lo and behold, the Lord brings me, you know, people to talk to and, and things to do and uh i think it's i think it's super important you know we opened up our house we had a life group and had people come over and you know you can't pick and choose who comes over i think james directly says hey <laughs> you can't be can't be like hey you you know person in the good shirt you come over sit by me you sit over there you just open it up and you know who, who comes i mean just anybody Anybody could come and, and we've we've learned a lot from the people that came, but we're just putting ourselves out there trying to sell the sell the dream is kind of the way he said it, but it's it's more just like being authentic and not necessarily selling it, but just being authentic Christian family that is out inter interacting with others and not just necessarily hiding behind a keyboard and talking about, you know, which is it is this it? Is this the is this it? Or we this is gog magog. Is this it? Is this Israel? but actually in contact with the people because <laughs> you got to control what you can control, right? Like just all you can do is, you know, what you can do. And, you know, one of the best ways you can do that is by, you know, raising a good family or, you know, loving the people around you. Being salt and light to the people around you. Can't be salt and light if you're just sitting at home on the sidelines. No, or... or- Screaming at people from the sidelines. Yeah, no kidding. Out in the public screaming Israel. at each other.
2: Israel! Hamas! Ah! It's a,
5: <laughs>
2: it's a, a church bus, which, you know, if you're not this part of the country, a church bus might be a rare thing to see. But a church bus, it said, uh, "Share the gospel, not your opinion." <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Pro- probably good advice.
5: I agree with that. I was, I was like the uh, saying that uh, leading by example is not the best way to lead; it is the only way to lead. <laughs> and I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's be salt and light to your neighbor and if the people you, have around you about
2: that look at look at the statistics for you know if if you smoke your kids are gonna smoke if you drink your kids are gonna drink all that stuff and it's not because you told them to it's because they're doing what you did you know they're doing what you you do so.
5: yeah amen to
2: that unfortunately uh what do you whether <laughs> Whether it's a good example or a bad example, there's people learn by looking at, you know, their their parents. Hopefully, hopefully their parents, and then other whatever examples are sh- are shown to them. So,
5: well, unfortunately, my son is exactly like me and left his baseball helmet and baseball glove at the game. Only picked up an empty backpack and left. So he learned it by watching me. Okay. <laughs> Forgot everything. Forgot everything. The t- the two of us together, man. It's uh, it's quite a sight. We have a good time, but we're definitely gonna forget some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Andrew, in this time of uh, crisis and upheaval, do you got any words of wisdom for us, man?
2: Ah, don't let him get mad. Amen to that. Don't let him make you hate. So, Amen. If you're, you 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 could be 100% sure that you were in the wrong if you're driven to hate. So, absolutely. I think any, uh, anything other than sin. If you're hating people, that's a problem. So. Going on
5: in Israel and pa- Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't I keep forgetting to tell this, but uh I'll just say it for another time. It, on on the, one of the next shows, remind me to tell my uh Tell my Democrat National Convention. I may or may not have internet inside information on uh, the Democrat National Convention coming up and who is going to be the nominee for president.
2: Where's the convention?
5: I'm not sure, but let's see. Yeah um let me see well i'll I'll just say it right now super quick um because i keep forgetting to to mention it but uh i was in michigan and i was having a conversation with a gentleman who claims to be on the inside with some of the political circles there and two of the biggest lobbyists in michigan one of them one the lobbyist who's one of the biggest in the country he he helped rig michigan the last
2: time around
5: this is third-hand information but if it comes true it'd be cool uh who knows actually it wouldn't be cool at all i think it's all bad but it'd be interesting if i actually heard something that was going to happen so what's going to happen is biden is going to act like he's going to run all the way up through the convention and then at the convention he's going to bow out for family reasons or health reasons and they're going to parachute in gretchen whitmer
2: Oh, gross. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah.
5: Ah. That is that is what I have heard. That is what it's going to be. So, who knows?
2: That might be what they're telling her. <laughs> you know. I think there's all sorts of deals like that you know it's kind of like the oh oh don't worry you're in the real branch the illuminati or you know you're in the last order and you know you never are (laughs) so oh gretchen we we love you we just want you to be real loyal and then we're gonna just all of a sudden pop you in there for president don't you worry about it we'll see okay just keep saying you support joe biden and don't worry, he'll step aside for you before you know it. Yeah, I mean, you could get Gretchen get- Whitmer. Yep, yeah, you can get. She is. She is taking a unique angle on the uh, Israel Palestine thing. What is her opinion? Like uh East, Like uh, all sides need to, you know. Ease up and
5: work for peace. Oh hey, that's a unique is, angle. I love that.
2: Well, it's considered anti Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> so to if, get- if you're not if you're not just saying like level the place, then you're being anti Semitic. Amen. So that's uh yeah. So maybe they're they're 'Cause this whole thing's not gonna go well, you know. So some sometimes they'll have someone who does who's establishment but plays the other side for a particular agenda mm-hmm. with the idea of we know the people are gonna probably be a bit against this agenda item, so we wanna have someone to uh I think DeSantis was that character, right? So okay, you be the anti COVID guy. Uh, we could see that the whole thing's because he was pro, he was pro everything until he wasn't. Yeah, and then it's like all of a sudden he starts being the rock star standing up to the federal government. You know, Florida man, and the idea was okay. We can we can launch we can use that, but we can use someone, and no one will remember that he was a lawyer at
5: get, Oh. There you go, uh, Ty, former guest of the show. He, he made it onto uh, Michelle Tafoya last week. I guess he's moving on up in the in the in the ranks. He he put out a tweet last week that made me think. It said they made me feel blank blank blank. No, no one uh, made you feel anything. You allowed them to make you feel you are in control let go of the noise and focus on what actually matters And i think those are great words of wisdom especially considering the burned up babies and crazy you know naked bloody people and stabbings and everything that's getting just crammed down our throats on every social media and news site feed you know don't let them make you feel any kind of way it's a great words of wisdom you got there andrew don't let them make you feel that
2: Yep, don't like, to, don't let them get you to hate.
5: That's right, Amen. Thou shalt not hate.
2: I appreciate everybody listening and the and appreciate the, the support we got. And yeah, I did have a, got a special on screen, so I've okay. got. Uh, goal for tomorrow is hopefully get it fixed we'll see if that works or not awesome awesome so if I am no longer in communication with you via cell phone just know <laughs> something went wrong and you just get a hold of me a different way
5: what so what's gonna be fixed your phone's broken
2: ah no, just the sc- currently it's still working it's just the screen is smashed up. Oh, the screen is smashed. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So, I'm going to attempt to get it fixed, but I'm saying if all of a sudden I'm not responding, you know, this is radio silence. Before, so. Don't
5: don't assume that the yeah. body snatchers took you or that you've been pulled into a FEMA camp. Just remember his phone was broken. All right. Well, thank you to everybody out there and thank you Tim for doing the show. You too, sir. Uh, have a good night.
0: A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at com, and thank you for your support of this podcast.